0: First,
1: let me tell you about rough greens. You want your dog to eat, do you? Do you have to hand feed your dog? Do you have to stand there and coax your dog? No, really. Yummy, yummy, yummy. And it's like, let me play airplane. Do you do that with your dog? Oh, yeah, I used to. I don't anymore because I have rough greens. It's good for them. It's got vitamins and minerals, probiotics, uh, omega oils, Uh, It's got all the good stuff in it, and more importantly to me, it's got, like, dog crack in it. They love it. And so you sprinkle this stuff on their food, and if they like it, uh, they'll eat pretty much anything. I mean, I've been feeding uh, Uno gravel for the last uh, year now. You put some—no, I don't. Uh, Anyway, a free bag of rough greens for your dog just to try out. Just just give them a couple of uh, uh, servings and see if they'll eat it. It's free. Uh, you just pay for shipping. but then if they do like it as much as Uno and all the other dogs that I know, uh, you, you order a real bag and start feeding your dog uh, with a sprinkleful of rough greens and you'll see the difference roughgreens.com slash back. Welcome to Friday. Big show coming up for you. We have the governor of the great state of Texas. We have uh, Bill O'Reilly. We're going to talk about unmarked graves in Canada. Have even heard this story? This is the weirdest damn story ever. They're burning churches now in uh, Canada because there are unmarked graves. Wait until you hear the details on that. Oh, oh, oh. And we're making sure that we don't give you any kind of misinformation today because the White House announced yesterday along with the HHS they are collaborating with social media platforms to curb any anything they feel is misinformation oh <laughs> look look see what see what's in the rear view mirror right there yes it's the First Amendment it's gone now you can't see it. We begin there in 60 seconds. So pain, yeah, yeah, whatever we know, pain is your body's way of letting you know something's wrong here. Hey, (laughs) stop touching that. It's hot. Most of the time when we have pain, uh, you know, it's either because we are sitting on the stove or we have some inflammation in our body and our joints. You have a few options. You can do nothing. You can take ibuprofen 800. Doc, slow down. I don't want to be a drug addict. If you're in pain and you've tried everything, you feel like there's no option at all, but you can always find ways to mask the pain, but that doesn't work all that well. It just makes you like, I don't really care that I'm in pain right now. I bet that hurts if I weren't so fuzzy. Here's what you do: try relief factor. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors, and it is a uh, inflammation reducer. I don't know how it works. <laughs> it's a lot better than ibuprofen 800. Um, yeah, it works for me. Ibuprofen, all of that crap, you know. Uh, do you know what this is. Uh, you know what? this will reduce inflammation. Shut up. That's never helped me ever. There's no no this will. This, well. this actually does for me, and I didn't expect it to work. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. You'll know in the first three weeks. So get the first three weeks, get the trial pack. It's 1995. Relief factor. If it works, order some more. If it doesn't, stop taking it. You'll know within the first three weeks. It's relief factor. Relieffactor.com call 800-583-84 Relieffactor.com. 800 583 84 So I just want to play a couple of things here and see if I have this right. Can we start, please, with cut number one from the Surgeon General yesterday? Listen to this. Today, we live in a world where misinformation poses an imminent and insidious threat to our nation's health. Yes, it does. Health misinformation is false, False. inaccurate, or misleading information Mm. about health according to the best evidence
2: at the time. Right. And while it often appears innocuous on social media apps, on retail
1: sites or search engines, the truth is that misinformation takes away our freedom to make informed decisions about our health and the health of our loved ones. Right. During so. the COVID-19 pandemic, health misinformation has led people to resist wearing masks in high-risk settings. It's led them to turn down proven treatments and to choose not to get vaccinated. This has led to avoidable illnesses and death, Mm. simply put health information has cost us lives oh my gosh so now information can cost us lives now it's misinformation okay so when when they were saying you gotta wear 25 masks and stay inside if you said that doesn't make any sense at all that was misinformation you are dangerous oh no Oh no, I'm dangerous now. Ooh. I, well, it turns out uh, we were right. <laughs> Wearing the little surgical mask really didn't do anything. Staying inside really didn't do anything. In fact, some people now say it might have made things worse. <gasps> what a surprise. So, our kids, kids, can't go back to school. They cannot go back to school. No, it's not happening with kids. It doesn't seem to be a problem with kids. And soon as the teachers get vaccinated, you know, why don't we just protect the old people? How dare you? That's misinformation. You're going to get people killed. Well, we have officially gone from debate to now. Public policy. By the government to squash all those who dissent. It's costing us lives. Okay, but I mean, really, they're probably just talking about it and saying, hey, don't spread misinformation. Let's go to the White House. Cut two, please. Uh, with these social media platforms uh, and those uh, engagements typically happen through members of our senior staff but also members of our COVID-19 team. Uh, Given as Dr. Murthy uh, conveyed, uh, this is a big issue of misinformation specifically on the pandemic. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're
0: flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spreads this information. We're wow.
3: working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular mm. with popular who are popular with their audiences with uh, with accurate information and boost trusted
1: content. So we're helping get trusted content out there. Wow. So they've got doctors. They've got doctors who are trusted. You know, people who like run children's hospitals, you know, who are really, really trusted. You know, I mean, you're not going to trust your you're not going to trust your children to, you know, some crazy doctor, you know, Dr. Mangala. Oh, wait. He did run a children's hospital. In fact, he ran the biggest children's hospital in Germany. That's weird. He was a trusted voice. But that was then. This is now nothing like that could ever, ever, ever happen. Don't worry about it. So they're now, if I got this right, working with Facebook to tell them who they should censor. They're working with Facebook, flagging things for Facebook and saying, you know, this person's really a problem. I don't think there's a problem with this at all. There it goes again. (laughs) The First Amendment just went speeding by. I, Stu, am I wrong here on the First Amendment? I mean, that is now they're colluding with social media and they're telling us that you better believe their experts, by the way, completely unrelated. Have you seen the people in Cuba that are now protesting in the streets because the government is so draconian now they're going out in the streets and they're speaking their mind, but they're being beaten
0: up in the streets because they're very dangerous. I love that. They, the, the, what, was, what did the White House call their right to peacefully protest? Yeah. It's like, well, I believe they have that right. And I believe they got that right from God. But you know who doesn't recognize that right? The Cuban government. Yes. Uh, yes. And apparently more and more every day, this government.
1: How dare you? They are now America. Wake up. Wake up. So the the quote from the Surgeon General, limiting the spread of health misinformation is a moral and civic imperative that will require a whole lot of societal effort. Misinformation has caused confusion, led people to decline COVID-19 vaccines, reject public health measures such as masking and physical distancing and unproven treatments. You mean like, what was it yesterday? Having soup having soup chris cuomo
0: that was the treatment that chris cuomo received yes Mm -hmm. soup okay so
1: when fauci told everybody not to wear a mask then flip-flopped and said wear masks or was it when fauci said that he was wearing a mask after being vaccinated purely for the imaging and not due to any science or was it when we shut the entire world down using faulty virus spread modeling just to justify shutting the entire global economy To the vast majority, misinformation, that misinformation has come to us from the government and the government experts, the very same people HHS is telling us now we should only get our information from. America, you, this is like, it's like two o'clock in the morning. Hey, we're closing up. Come on, you winos. Come on, get out i don't know there seems to be a problem here is it really through the clock yeah you're a wino come on get out misinformation can sometimes spread intentionally to serve a malicious purpose such as to trick people into believing something for financial gain or political advantage this is usually called disinformation yeah yeah kind of sounds up kind of sounds up to exactly how most people in america feel when we're getting our information from the experts and the government first hint in this new document from the surgeon general and hhs shows who they're really coming after in recent years the rapidly changing information environment had made it easier for misinformation to spread at an unprecedented speed and scale especially on social media and online retail sites as well as search engines Okay, here's what they've talked about that they've done so far, okay? um during the covid pandemic uh there have been significant efforts to address health information misinformation and here are just a few examples from the united states government trusted community members such as health professionals faith leaders and educators have spoken directly to their communities to address covid 19 related questions in town halls community meetings via social and traditional media now remember these politicians these trusted voices these these faith leaders and educators. Oh, educators. Oh, I trust the education unions, don't you? These educators and trusted voices, they're the ones that have been asked by HHS. Boy, who did this before? Oh, he was Woodrow Wilson and the Minutemen. Researchers have identified leading sources of COVID-19 misinformation, including misinformation super spreaders. I think that's us. Oh, my gosh. They do love us. They love us. They really love us. There are misinformation super spreaders, media organizations that have devoted more resources to identify and debunk misinformation about COVID-19. Now, I would say that's us, but they wouldn't say that was us. Some technology platforms have improved efforts to monitor and address misinformation by reducing the distribution of false or misleading posts and directing users to health information from credible sources. Governments have increased their efforts to disseminate clear public health information in partnership with trusted members uh, messengers. Oh, that is great. So now they have verified in this document that the government is enlisting these trusted members of society. Don't worry, boy wonder. I think the penguin knows exactly what he's doing. Here's why they introduce what needs to happen going forward. They need to equip Americans with the tools to identify misinformation, to make informed choices about the information that they share, the address uh, to address health misinformation in their communities and partner with them and other trusted leaders. So please, let's all come together. Let's work for the government. Do you hear what is happening to your country today? Let's get into partnership with our local leaders who are so very trusted. Expand research that deepens our understanding of health misinformation, including how it spreads and evolves, how and why it impacts people. Who's the most susceptible? Which strategies are the most effective in addressing it? Then implement product design and policy changes on technology platforms to slow the spread of misinformation. Implement product design and policy changes on technology platforms to slow the spread of misinformation. By the way, I was just thinking about Cuba a minute ago and uh, Venezuela and Hugo Chavez, because Venezuela is probably in Cuba right now. They're probably helping beat the people in Cuba into submission. But when Hugo Chavez was alive, you know, one of the first things he did he said we're never going to be able to take over this government we're never going to be able to turn it into a communist crap hole we're never going to be able to abuse our own people and have them starving just to the point to where they're eating animals out of the zoo we're never going to be able to do that unless we can take over the media and silence people who has a voice of dissent if we can just silence them then we can have them eat all the animals in the zoo won't that be fun Of course, we're going to have to do something else, too. We're going to need to get control of the Pentagon or I'm sorry, the uh, the military. And we'll have to have control of the local police, too. Hmm. And there have to be a lot of chaos in the street. Anyway, I'm sorry, I keep. I keep going off to Cuba because Cuba is on my mind today for some reason, but totally unrelated to what we're seeing here with HHS. Um, They also want to invest in longer term efforts to build resilience against health misinformation, such as media, science, digital, data, health literacy programs. (laughs) I love those programs. (gasps) I wonder if they could build camps for us, like an education camp, and we could all go to camp in the summer. And the fall and the winter and the spring and the summer and the fall and spring and the winter. It'll be great. We could learn so much from our government so anyway they want to invest in longer term efforts the government wants to invest in longer term efforts to build resilience against health misinformation such as media science digital data health literacy programs and training for health practitioners journalists librarians and others boy i gotta tell you you better get a hold of them damn librarians because they are out there right now spreading misinformation like there is no tomorrow and guess what what America? There may not be a tomorrow. Hey, it's Friday. Let me tell you about our, uh, let me tell you about our sponsors here. It's the uh, Tuttle Twins. Yes, they got together and wrote some books. No, it's actually a story. The Tuttle Twins, it's a, um, it's a way for your kids to actually, now they're going to be spreading disinformation about the free market. Oh, my gosh, these Tuttle Twins try to teach you about the freedoms of America. We've got to control them. We've got to get these books off the air. (sighs) Let me tell you right now, the worst thing you could do is order a set of the Tuttle Twins books. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Because we have to stop the spread of this, this evil information about, you know, the things and the values that made America what it is, you know, Uh, you know, what, 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 what helps us become a more perfect nation, what made us different from everybody else, the true history of America, hey, how the free market works, we've got to stop this. But until we do, people can just higgledy piggledy run out and get the Tuttle Twins books at tuttletwinsbeck.com. Oh yes, we've got grandparents. Grandparents! The kinds of people we have arrested in Washington, D.C. and are in solitary confinement right now. Without a trial. They you know they haven't they haven't had a they haven't had a trial yet, but they're in solitary confinement for six months now. Yes, thank you. FBI, thank you. That is I don't know. I'm having a spasm with my hands. I don't have any idea why they are doing this right now. But right now, they're running a sale at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get your free workbooks. Don't let the left cancel these books. You've got to indoctrinate your children because that's what we do here. We spread misinformation and we indoctrinate people because you are brainless You do not have any idea what you're doing. You're just too stupid to figure things out. Thank God HHS is here. In the meantime, people will just blindly go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Do it now. Order these books while you can and teach them to your children and your grandchildren. Tuttle Twins Books. It's at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, Station ID. <laughs> I've got a podcast out. Uh, it'll be out for the general public tomorrow, but I'm, you know, I think we should actually post it today. Um, can you check with somebody who ever does all the posting on on uh, YouTube, um, I, I did an interview yesterday, a podcast with Abigail Schreier. She is the, she's a Wall Street Journal reporter. She's she's in the news today. She's fact trending today um, because uh, well, her book is so dangerous. It is so dangerous. It is full of medical misinformation. And this medical information is all about, she says, how dangerous this trans movement is because it is destroying our little girls. She's not anti-trans. She's not anti-whatever. She's a journalist who actually thought, oh, you know, there's going to be some kickback when she started the research five or six years ago. And now they are trying to cancel her. This woman is going through hell and all she's doing is saying, we should slow down and we shouldn't force everybody into one box. The doctors are afraid to say anything. Uh, she's our podcast uh, today. You can get it now on Blaze TV. I'm, I'm, if we can, I bet it, I bet it's pulled. I bet it's pulled from YouTube.
0: Seems like anything with her name in it is pulled from YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> that, that yeah. seems to just be they just search for anyone who mentions them, unless unless of course you're trashing her. Yeah, then yeah. you can you can be on
1: YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's not a trusted leader or partner, so mm. okay. So I just let me just uh, finish up uh, on uh, the H H S memo. They've decided that uh, trusted leaders and partners they decide who's appropriate and legal, and then they need regulatory measures. Uh, implementing policy directives for tech platforms. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Say goodbye to the First Amendment. America, you must speak out. This is the Glenn Beck Program american financing nmls 182334 org. you know one of these things that you should really value right now is peace of mind yeah, it seems to be harder and harder to come by but boy when you can get it it's a good feeling for over two decades american financing has been helping people just like you find a little bit of that peace of mind in the form of solid financial advice and help You see, American financing is a family-owned business, and they understand the financial pitfalls of everyday life. How sometimes almost everything can hang on just a few good or bad decisions. Your whole life seems to hang on just a couple hundred bucks. Give them a call today. They have mortgage consultants that are there to help you to go over wherever you're at and fine-tune your finances to save you hundreds, maybe as much as $1,000 a month. So, whether it's a refinancing that mortgage at a lower rate, getting a consolidation loan so you can get out the, from those nasty credit cards, or you need uh, a mortgage now, American Financing, 800 906 2440. 800 906 2440, AmericanFinancing.net. And don't
0: miss blaze TV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV and get early access to the podcast.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program. We want to welcome a uh, broadcasting friend, Jerry Agar. He's the host of the Jerry Agar show up in uh, Canada, in Toronto. He's also columnist for the Toronto Sun, Um, and he just happened to be by. And I wanted to talk to him about what's happening in Canada, because um, as he'll explain, Americans should care what's happening in Canada right now. Uh, Things are really, really they, they make as much sense as they do here in America. You have a scandal going up uh, in Canada that I think most people in America haven't paid attention to, and that is uh, these unmarked graveyards of these state schools for you call them First Nations Native Americans yes yes.
2: residential schools they were called uh, Canada and the United States both have uh, that history right in Canada didn't end until 1996 this is a case of children who were taken by force from their families in fact one woman who was in one of the schools because it ended uh, only in the 90s there are lots of people who were in the school as children and there are lots of people still around who administered the whole thing from the government and church levels as well the churches were running the schools and one lady testified my family took me to the school because it was your daughter goes to the school or one of you two parents goes to prison wow yes Uh, that happened in both countries and the reason that i say this is something that americans should be paying attention to is um the the history of the schools has been known and the the fact that numbers of kids died and parents sometimes weren't even notified they were just buried out behind the school um that that that's been known to some degree but not as much but all of a sudden people started actually looking for bodies and they went out with ground penetrating radar and they found over a thousand of them now there are native leaders who are saying whoa 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 let's be be careful here because this is not necessarily a mass grave this is the local cemetery right. uh in some cases you've got uh, adults buried there you've got other people so an investigation
1: has to continue But but that hasn't stopped people from burning down churches Oh, well, Canada. why wait
2: for an investigation, Glenn? <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. All let's right. burn
1: down churches.
2: Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, both our countries, tragically, and many countries have people who that's what they
1: live for is to just go, right. let's,
2: yeah, because we burned down Portland. So now let's see if we can burn down Canada. Right. You know, it's, it's yeah. that
1: kind of thing, right? Okay. So, so we don't know if, if any of these graves are from children that just disappeared, or do we know that? I don't think we do know definitively, okay. um, and so but
2: we but we suspect. Yes, yeah, that's okay. what the investigation is uh, is uh, about. Look, well, let's start with this. It was a racist policy, yeah. on the part of both nations. the The concept was um, kill the Indian, save the child. And as a friend of mine, who he didn't go to the schools, Art Wanich is his name. He's indigenous. He's native, uh, but family members did. And as he said, it was. Kill the Indian, save the child. They forgot about the save the child part. Mm. And
1: uh, but, but but as if that is even
0: well, any right.
2: better,
1: uh, it's interesting. You say kill the Indian, save the child, where the policies here in America in our schools now is a, a lighter version of that. Make the child the most unlike their parents as possible yeah. to stop the furthering of that uh, kind of thinking. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, sure. That's sure. what they were trying to do. They were yes. trying to Canadianize or Americanize Native right. Americans. Right.
2: They had, to be, uh, they had to learn how to assimilate into society or be forced to assimilate into society, to forget their native language, their native cultures, and, of course, be saved from their, uh, their heathen nature and be Christianized. The amazing thing is that the vast majority of native people in Canada are Christian, Uh And it's their churches that are being burned down in some cases. These are churches that were built by native people. And so, but but see, none of that matters to activist types yeah. who, by the way, are not necessarily uh, individuals in ratty t-shirts and jeans in their mom's basement who go out and cause trouble. The, the um, civil liberties people in Canada, the bar association of one of the Eastern Canadian associations uh, was speaking, well, you know, this was terrible and we understand why they're burning down the churches. And one activist even went so far as to say, well, look, this is not a hate crime. It's not like burning a mosque, which, you know, as the New York Post wrote, right. well, it's kind of like saying, you know, what the Catholic Church had it common. and uh, there's been that kind of an apology too for uh, Black Lives Matter
1: and, and uh, anti-activists in the United States when they cause damage. Okay, so they're they're burning down the churches and they're condemning um, something that should be condemned, and we would all condemn uh, the actions like that of our governments uh, yes. in the past. Um, however, they're not going; they're going after the past. They're not actually going after the people who are still alive who may have done it
2: yeah that's an amazing thing and the prime minister wants to blame us all he wants every canadian you know to kneel down and be embarrassed and he there's one he won't mention his father pierre elliott trudeau prime Minister during the time of the residential schools and uh but apparently nobody in the Liberal government wants to mention that he can't even say you know I'll start it by apologizing on behalf of my own family that would be kind of helpful wouldn't it yeah. we can't do anything about Pierre Elliott Trudeau he's dead but I identified for my listeners and readers in Canada um a, a number a handful of former ministers of Indian and Northern Affairs that's what it was called at the time they're still alive one of them was the former mayor of the city of toronto he's probably not happy with me uh and <laughs> <laughs> his name is david crombie uh, but uh and there are prime ministers still alive who uh were in position as prime minister while the school system continued no i'm not saying they should be jailed but they should be brought to an investigation stop um. lecturing me As an average Canadian and and bring these people in as part of the investigation.
1: What were you thinking? So there's there's two classes of people uh, now. Um, Gosh, who was I talking to yesterday that was was talking about this may have been Laura, Laura Logan, that there's going to be two classes of people, Um, the those that are monitored and those that aren't. So those who are in the right class, they're the leaders, the globalists, whatever. They're not going to pay for any mistakes. No. But we will. We will. But they won't. When David Crombie, this is my prediction, when David Crombie dies,
2: his eulogy will be former mayor of the city of Toronto, the nickname was the tiny perfect mayor, order of Canada recipient, order of Ontario recipient, all of these good works that he did. Oh, by the way, helped run the residential. No, no, no. Let's not talk about that. Let's just burn some churches down instead.
1: What advice do you have for us? Because I can't imagine being on the ra- radio in in Canada. Um, why not? You've got your own issues you deal with. You could deal with it. <sighs>
0: <But it's, laughs> you're farther
2: along, aren't you? Well, here's why I say Americans should care about this. The Secretary of the Interior has ordered an investigation of residential schools in America to get out there with the ground penetrating radar i think is what they want and start looking for bodies well they're going to find them and if that happens do you start to see the churches burn down here glenn you know very well there are people who want to burn churches down anyway yeah so this is just
1: the you know the go signal the, the flag go burn some churches down but are they burning the churches down that were involved with these schools what is the church connection they, they were the they were the leadership of these schools or well they're catholic churches and
2: the Catholic Church ran, uh, not all, but a higher percentage of the residential schools. So they've decided, and you know, the Catholic Church is a handy target, right? Yeah. Um, right. But first of all, because they're so big. And secondly, because of everything they went through years ago here with the sure, y- with sure. the other controversy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they're an easy target. And y- you know, you don't have to be a talk show host or a columnist for very long to know, there are some virulently anti-religious people.
1: And <laughs> I have not encountered them. You know, That is strange. (laughs) That's my warning to you, Glenn. (laughs) Wow, let's write that down.
2: Yes, could somebody make a note? Yeah. Uh, Because those people are just waiting for a chance, and that's what's happening here. You know, should there be an investigation? Yes. There are uh, Native leaders who are coming out and condemning the burning of the churches because, in many cases, they are churches built, run, and uh, congregated by Native people
1: it's amazing the, the people who are i just said yesterday we were we were talking about uh black lives matter and um how african americans are getting screwed again again yeah. black Lives matters marches in the streets they get the police uh, to go away who's paying for all of the cleanup how are these businesses faring now without police the ones who are crying out for help are the, poli- are the people who are left behind in that community, they are being slammed again. The same thing is is happening over and over and over again. When when you have these churches uh, that are being burned down in the Native American community, who's suffering the Catholic Church or the people who would go to that church
2: the people who want to go to church right. and maybe pray about the situation at Correct. hand the investigation that needs to happen is necessary um, and and whatever comes out comes out I heard you speaking to some young people on Monday not on the air uh, you were speaking to some young yeah. people and um, you know you you talked about how sometimes the the truth is irrelevant you know, people get that tiny little kernel of thing that they mm-hmm. want uh, they want to seize on like the anti-religious uh, people and they're going to go 100 let's start burning down the churches even the native people saying could we have an investigation could we all calm down a little nope no, nope, no nope. and i look this would i don't make many predictions of what i think will happen in the future and i would be i'll make one and i'd be happy to be wrong about
1: this but i think you're going to see
2: the same thing here
1: that we will start to see the, bodies eruption, being, yes, bodies yes, being yes. found searched for
2: and then the eruption that will happen Because if they do find some bodies, why wouldn't that eruption happen in America? Well,
0: uh, that
1: sounds completely reasonable. Reasonable. And And something we can blame Canada for. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot for sending that across the border. Oh, if
2: you want (laughs) hardcore leftist activism open up the border <laughs>
1: <laughs> no thank you we already have that okay. jerry agar uh the host of the jerry agar show he's also a com- columnist for the uh, toronto sun uh and you can find him on uh, the website newstalk 1010.com
0: also uh follow him on twitter at jerry agar 1010 i don't know if you care about this sort of stuff Jerry. i don't know if you're a big sports fan but is there are they gonna let the blue jays play in their own country anytime this year is that going to
2: happen? That's that's still under consideration, and they keep trying. They're playing in Buffalo. I'll tell you something really quick because it's funny. Uh, there was a picture in the paper of a guy. They, they're playing in Buffalo at what was a AAA facility, still is, I guess. And the, the Maple Leafs NHL hockey team uh, tanked in the playoffs, and a guy in Buffalo held up a sign, and it said, Sorry about the Leafs, and we stole
1: your baseball team. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jerry. I appreciate it. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Real Estate Agents, I trust.com. This is a company that I started years ago uh, with my brother, Robert. Uh, the mission is really, really simple. Can somebody... Help me find the right real estate agent that can actually sell my house is not just going to have somebody blow up a lot of balloons and then say, Saturday, make sure your house is clean because we're going to have a whole bunch of people traipsing through. That's your big idea. The housing market is insane and you need an expert. Uh, I worked with um, the 500 best real estate agents in America, um, at least as categorized by the Wall Street Journal. And I talked to many of them over the years and said, so what is it? What does it take to be the top person? They told me, and there is, a, there is a formula. There is a system. So we went out and we looked for those real estate agents. And now it's a free service to you. You want the best real estate agent in your area, as deemed by us, and hopefully by you. Interview them. All you have to do is go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We will send you the name of a real estate agent in your area that we think is going to be the person that will get your house sold on time and for the most amount of money and get you into the right house. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Welcome to the Olympic program. So here is some, oh my gosh, some misinformation for you. I'm sure this is the arizona hearing yesterday in the arizona senate uh could you play cut three please this is on the um, so recount. for example
3: we have seven thousand seventy four thousand two hundred forty three mail-in ballots um where there is no clear record of them being sent and just to be clear um, here in the state of arizona there's there's uh, ev32s and ev30 33s ev32s is supposed to give a record of when a mail-in ballot is sent and an EV-33 is supposed to give a record of when uh, the mail-in ballot is received. And so there should be an equal, you know, there should be more EV-32s, more sent out than there are that that are received. Specifically with these, we also, we can tie them to a specific individual that was mailed to. And so we have 74,000 where we have them came back from individuals where we don't have a clear indication that they were ever sent out to them. That could be... Something where, where documentation wasn't done right. There was a clerical issue. There's not proper things there. Um, but I think when we've got 74,000, know, it merits you know, knocking on a door and validating some of this information. So,
1: 74,000. Remember, Donald Trump lost the state by about 10,000 votes. So there's 74,000 of them that we don't have any record of that ballot ever being uh, sent out. And it was one pallet ballot full. There's some other things that came out yesterday in Arizona that, again, are not going to change the election um, because there's no there's no trigger in the Constitution for any of this. I mean, it, it doesn't cover, hey, we cheated and we actually didn't win. Here's how you reverse and put the other guy in office. So there, Donald Trump will not be in office because of this. Here's why it is important to figure this out. So it doesn't happen again. And anybody who is dismissing this or poo-pooing this, why? Why are you doing that? This does not affect who the president of the United States is this time. Don't we all want fair, accurate, transparent elections? Well, there's always going to be some cheating. Why? 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 in in the in the age of blockchain
0: why should there be any cheating even even if that's a, that probably is a true statement but the way you you minimize the cheating is by making you look into it yeah right? and I, again like i don't it's obviously it's not going to change any outcome at this point Correct. but it's still interesting to go through and make sure that like we see if someone's developed a new way to scam the system somehow you want to know that so they don't do it next time yeah It is so important that we we can verify
1: everybody who is voting. And, you know, the latest poll numbers show that uh, Democrats are 70 percent in favor of that as well. I think over 70 percent. Americans would like to know that every vote counts. This is the Glenn Beck program.